What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. How we doing, guys? It is Thursday. It's Supreme Drop Day. And, yeah, let's get right into this episode. How we doing, guys? It's Thursday. It's a big day for Supreme fans and streetwear hypies everywhere. And I wish everybody good luck this morning as the Nike Supreme Dunks are releasing. This is a very big drop for anyone that resells or collects. But wish anybody luck. Hopefully trying to get a pair myself this morning for the collection. But we just got to keep our fingers crossed. I have some friends that I've met on Instagram that are in the UK, and obviously they get the drops a couple hours before us, and a few of them have had luck, and hopefully we could get some luck over here for me and my friends, so we need that, and yeah, this is a very big drop, it's dropping in light green, blue, black, and a brown color. So, I would be lucky to get any single pair. I'm leaning towards the green pair myself, just because I've heard that people don't really want it, but I kind of find the color interesting, and kind of reminds me of some older shoes. I like the color in general, so probably going to go for that myself, so... Yeah, and there's a bunch of other stuff releasing on Supreme today. They're releasing a baseball bat. It's like almost like $300. <laughs> Pretty crazy. And they're releasing a Zippo lighter and a bunch of other hats and hoodies and beanies. So... Supreme, 11 a.m. this morning, SupremeNewYork.com. And, yeah. Kith is also doing a collaboration pretty soon with the Notorious B.I.G. and his family. And all the proceeds from that drop are going to be going to charities that the family has picked. So, another great effort by Ronnie Feig to get back to the local communities, especially in New York, where... Biggie Smalls was from in Brooklyn, and they released a documentary a few days ago on Netflix about the Notorious B.I.G., and it was really like some behind-the-scenes stuff that was never really seen before. They had a really good story that people really probably wanted to see for a long time, and this unseen footage was letting us into his world in a way and basically showed us his personality even more than how we've seen in other documentaries and movies about his life. So that was really cool. And I'll keep you guys updated when Kith releases the release info for that drop. Should be fairly soon. Also, today, they're releasing on the Sneakers app at 10 a.m. the City Market Dunks. And those are pretty hyped up. And 
maybe after the CEO, I'm mean, not CEO, like the GM VP of Nike, that lady and her son, who was basically one of the biggest resellers and was bragging about it and basically exposed his mom for not uh, being smart enough at the end of the day because her credit card info was linked to the account and the way that he was getting the shoes was through her credit card. So congratulations, you played yourself. (laughs) And when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, maybe sneakers will finally have a fair system and maybe we'll have some luck and obviously if you're a sneakerhead you know that the sneakers app is not something that we like you know and unfortunately that's the system that releases all of the hype dunks jordans whatever and yeah so yeah i'm gonna try to get those but that's going to be an L, but hopefully we get the Supreme Donks today in any color. I just want it. I want it, and I don't want another L, especially after I didn't get the cause box logo week one, and hopefully the website doesn't fucking fail me. So that's that, and I'm going to talk about a little basketball from last night. The Nets won 132-114 last night over the Houston Rockets. It was James Harden. His first game back. And he went off. 29 points, 4 for 8 from 3-point range, 10 rebounds, 14 assists, 3 steals, and a block. Kyrie Irving last night, 24 points, 4 for 9 from 3-point range, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Joe Harris last night, 4 threes, 2 rebounds, 1 steal, 19 points on the game. Bruce Brown last night, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. And, yeah, the Nets continue to win, especially without KD. And, obviously, they want KD back, and KD is going to be out through the All-Star break. And he's still picking his All-Star team. So, obviously, he's going to pick Kyrie and James Harden. I don't know why they're even picking. I feel like they should just do East versus West like how they always did during my childhood. Like, that was, like, how the All-Star game should go in any sport, you know. But last night, John Wall dropped 36 points, five threes, five assists, two rebounds, and a block. Victor Oladipo, 33 points, five threes also. Two steals, two blocks, five assists, seven rebounds. And yeah, the Nets continue to win. They're 24 and 13 on the year. And they're right where they need to be. Last night 
was a very exciting game between the top team in the Western Conference and the top team in the Eastern Conference. The Utah Jazz took on the Philadelphia 76ers. Donovan Mitchell, 33 points last night. Utah took a pretty early lead. And it was a pretty close game. I saw some highlights of this game, and it looked pretty crazy. It obviously came down to the wire and went to overtime. So the Sixers picked up the win in overtime. Last night, Ben Simmons, 17 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds, 1 steal. Joel Embiid dropped 40 last night. Two for five from three, 19 rebounds. Holy crap. And three assists, one steal, two blocks. Tobias Harris, 22 points, two assists, 10 rebounds, one block. Seth Curry, 14 points, two for four from three, three assists, two rebounds, one steal. And, yeah, so that was a pretty good matchup last night. Obviously, the two top teams in their respective conferences. And I just don't think the Sixers are going to have what it takes to get past the Nets in the playoffs. So I feel, especially with KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, they will have no problem with the Sixers because they are pretty much right at the same record that the Nets are at the moment. and. Yeah, but they did beat the Jazz last night, so that kind of proves something. So, I guess we'll have to see. Last night, the Hornets won 135-102 to 102 against the Timberwolves. Terry Rozier, Scary Terry, dropped 31 points. Six for 12 from three-point range, three rebounds, four assists, three steals. LaMelo Ball, 19 points last night, 4 for 5 from 3-point range. Another great shooting night for the rookie. 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals. Gordon Hayward, 23 points, 0 for 6 from 3-point range last night. 9 assists, 5 steals, holy shit. 5 rebounds. Malik Monk off of the bench last night, three for seven from three-point range, two assists, two rebounds. Another good game for him. For the Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns, 16 points, 15 rebounds, three assists. Ricky Rubio, 20 points last night, four for six from three-point range, nine assists, four rebounds, one steal. And the Hornets are one game under 500. Watch out for them getting a pretty low. I mean, yeah. They should be, like, in a seven spot. Like, they're pretty low in the Eastern Conference right now. But I guess we'll see. They're one of those teams that could be there at the end of the year and make it into the playoffs. That's enough basketball talk. Baseball is slowly getting back, and 
Obviously, I'm a Met fan. This year, we're finally in the presence of one of the better players in baseball, Francisco Lindor. Looking forward to seeing him play. And, yeah. We needed a big name to bring in this season. He's obviously a great fielder and pretty good hitter. So, see how the season goes. And Uncle Stevie... Steve Cohen, he definitely used some of his billionaire status to get a player that he really thought was necessary. And obviously, we got to re-sign Lindor after the season, and I don't think that would be an issue. So, just had that thought come to my head. So, So, Lil Baby dropped a new song featuring ESTG. It's called Real As It Gets. It's another banger. Needed some new little baby. Been saying that. And yeah. Pretty fire song. I need a new little baby album pretty soon though. Looking forward to that. And yeah, tomorrow we're supposed to be getting a new Drake single. It's called Scary Hours. I wonder if it's going to be more than one song. It could be an EP. Who the hell knows? It's Drake. And still waiting on Certified Lover Boy. Who the fuck knows if we're ever going to get that? <laughs> I'm kidding. Hopefully we're going to get that in a few months. Maybe Drake's waiting for the summer to drop it so he has that. Kind of had that idea, or maybe the spring when it gets nicer out, people can party. Who the fuck knows? But, yeah. Young Thug was posted. Well, rather, he posted on his social media, like, some behind-the-scenes videos of potential music videos for Slime Language 2. The YSL album is supposed to be coming out soon. And... Yeah, Ninu Gunna, Young Thug, and a bunch of that. So, looking forward to Young Thug, one of my favorite rappers. And been listening to his last album a lot lately. Just needed some energetic music. So much fun. That shit was my favorite album of that year. And still bump that shit, so... Yeah, I'm going to keep you guys updated on the Supreme Dunks, and I'm going to tap back in later after the release. So I'll see you guys then. Peace out. So a little UFC news. Fighter Hamza Chimaev, he's a welterweight. Uh, He basically had COVID probably like three times that he had to reschedule his fight against Leon Edwards, which was a really big fight that we really wanted to see as UFC fans. But unfortunately, he's like unfit to like fight and like train apparently. So it was pretty sad when he posted on social media and he basically said that he 
was going to need to retire. And then he basically spoke to another fighter that was from Russia. He's from Chechnya. And I can only imagine that maybe he didn't have the proper medical attention that he needed when he got COVID. And his lungs apparently weren't up to um, the standards that he needed. So, apparently Dana White talked to him and he said that he was kind of emotional and he'll hopefully be able to fight again sometime soon. And he was known as being a fighter that was taking fights on short notice and trying to fight a lot. He took four fights last year. He's a very tough guy. And I guess we'll see if he's able to fight again in the UFC. And he was one of my favorite fighters to watch last year. And he was a new up-and-comer. So it was really not great to see that COVID took a great fighter from the sport. And, yeah, I wish Hamzat Chamayev the best. Not like he's ever going to hear this, but I hope he gets well. And obviously, he's very young, and he has a lot of potential, and he could be a UFC champion one day. So I hope we haven't seen his last fight in the UFC. He's 26 years old, like, a few years older than me. Like, he has his whole life ahead of him. Like, I hope that this disease doesn't ruin everything that he's worked for. And hopefully Dana White can get him the proper medical attention that he needs and get him back into the octagon in a couple months or whenever he's healthy. So obviously this weekend it's UFC 259 and it's headlined by three title fights. Israel Adesanya faces Jan Blahovic. Amanda Nunes faces Megan Anderson. And Aljamain Sterling from Long Island, New York is fading, facing. Well, he's also fading him. He's also fading him into a knockout, hopefully. <laughs> and we really want to see Aljamain Sterling get this win. Obviously, he reps Long Island. He's trained with Matt Sarah, who is from my town, and he went to my high school, so it's pretty cool. And, yeah, it would be great to see him beat this guy, Peter Jan, who is a Olympic boxer, I believe, and has a very intense background. He's from Russia, and... I guess we'll have to see. We will have to see. Israel Adesanya, will he become the two-division champion that only a few others have done? Daniel Cormier, Conor McGregor, Henry Cejudo. Will Israel Adesanya become the second Not second. 
will he become the two-division weight champ? And there's been a lot of speculation that if Izzy gets the light heavyweight championship, that he might go back down to defend at middleweight. And he basically said that the other day to Ariel Hawani. And, I mean, he can basically do whatever the hell he wants if he holds two titles. But the fight that everybody wants to see is Israel Adesanya versus John Jones. John Jones making his return this year. He obviously gets the winner of Stipe versus Francis. That's been announced. So we'll have to wait for that at UFC 260. Also at UFC 260. We got Sean O'Malley's return. I'm a big Sugar fan. He's one of the most exciting fighters I've seen in a while. He reminds me of a young Conor McGregor with his energy. And I listen to his podcast a lot. He's a very positive guy. And he inspires me to do better. So, yeah, looking forward to his fight against Thomas Almeida on that card. And yeah. So Jake Paul and Tyson Fury's little brother, Tommy Fury, they basically got into it on social media a couple days ago. And that would be fucking crazy if they actually fight because Jake Paul was clowning him on social media. I don't think that's a great idea. No. He's Tyson Fury's little brother. Like, you think he's a fucking pushover? I don't think so. And I don't think that would end well for Jake Paul. And I'm a Jake Paul fan of some sorts. I think that he's got Ben Astrid in the bag. I think he's got Dylan Dennis in the bag if he wants to fight. But I don't know about Tyson Fury's little brother, who is young. He's like 21, but like he is a up-and-comer. And I feel like they might match up fairly well if that was to happen. So that was kind of interesting. So And, yeah. So, if anybody was hoping to see Ryan Garcia versus Manny Pacquiao, apparently that's not happening. And Ryan Garcia, like, posted on social media. He was like, I have, like, nothing but respect for him. But, like, Manny, like, obviously has different intentions in his life. He's obviously older. And I guess we'll have to see who Ryan Garcia fights next. He recently launched his own podcast, and he had on Luke Campbell, the guy that he beat. And they were basically exposing Lomachenko to basically, like, thinking that Ryan could, like, be on that level one day or something like that. So, I guess we'll see who he fights next. Obviously, Canelo is fighting Billy Joe Saunders in May, Cinco de Mayo weekend. And you know that Canelo is going to be charged up for that. So... 
should be an insane fight for Canelo coming up in a couple months. And we'll have to wait and see. Fuck you, Supreme. Your fucking website sucks. You give no one a fucking chance. Your fucking website can't handle fucking high traffic. Did not get the shoes. Fucking pissed. Peace out.